the end of the fucking line. Who the fuck are you? I have just as much of a right to be here as any of these little skanky girls. What, am I not skanky enough for you? You want me to hike up my fucking skirt? What the fuck is your problem? I'm not going anywhere! Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Look, say it with me. Okay. Real time, real time, real time, real time, real time, real time. Prince Blue. Real time, real time, real time, real time, real time. Prince Blue. Talk that, talk that, talk that, coach, coach. Talk that, talk that, talk that, talk that. I'm so sorry. I fucking hate this job. I don't want to be the one to pass judgment, decide who gets in. Shit makes me sick in my stomach. Get the runs from the stress. It's not because you're not hot. I would love to tap that ass. I would tear that ass up. I can't let you in because you're old as fuck. Coach, talking entertainment, talking entertainment. We are not the same as you. Not same, Look, we don't need a thing, just you. Need a thing. Just make sure the gang come through. Come through. Hey, tune in. Tune in. Hey, podcast Metro booming. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Real Time with Prince Blue with Danny Keys, a.k.a. Danny Kiar, a.k.a. Danny Maximoff, a.k.a. I just named her Danny Otison, and we'll get into a little bit of that, why her new, her new name is Danny Otison. But welcome, everybody. I hope everybody is doing well. I hope everybody is good. Um, everybody's in good spirits. We're going to have some fun tonight. Um, this, tonight is a very uh, funny show. We're going to get it going. We're going to get it cracking. And I just want to first acknowledge the first lady, the host. What's up, Danny? What's up? What are you? What are you? What are you? What are you doing there? It looks like it's just. It looks like you're about to take a prom picture. What are we doing here? <laughs> I didn't think the outfit there. I kind of look like a floating head, black shirt. <laughs> 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 through at all. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, I'm just messing with you. But Danny, it is a lot has gone on today. We had a whole different type of show uh planned, and then the whole Mike Missinelli thing happened, and and then I immediately text you. I was like, Yeah, we're starting with that. We're just gonna go with that. For those who don't know, um Mike Missinelli, long time, whatever you want to call him, you want to call him a Philly sports radio legend, whatever the hell you want to call him, whatever adjective you want to give him, that's your fucking business. I don't care. Um, he announced today, live on air, that today was his last day um, at 97.5 The Fanatic uh, doing the 2 to 6 drive time show. He's been doing that for over a decade. Um, he was considered the franchise there. A lot of people old jobs and stuff to him. A lot of people owe opportunities to him, good, bad, or indifferent, or whatever you think about him. Um, he was a pillar in sports talk radio in Philadelphia, and he was um, he's not going to be there anymore. So um, I'm going to start it off with, before I get to mine, I'm going to be like, Danny, when you first heard the news, what was your first reaction? 
more shock than anything, especially just because of how it went down. Kind of seems like it was very abrupt and they didn't want to renew his contract. Basically, what I read is they told him to take all of his vacation and PTO time and today would be his last day. So it kind of seemed like it was very abrupt. Mm-hmm. So I was shocked more than anything. And then I was super curious as to who the follow-up was going to be. At first, I thought it was going to be Gargano. And then I was like, hmm, I don't think they would do that. So I was just kind of shocked and more curious as to the follow-up. First of all, I learned about it like I learned about anything else through Twitter. Somebody tweeted me, and they was like, at Real Prince Blue, you you won the war. And I couldn't see, I'm like, what war? And then when I saw the post, I was like, <laughs> it was like a it was like a maniacal evil laugh and you know uh we're gonna get into the history of why you know it was a smile for me but to me it was a shock because even your worst shittiest employee gets a watch and gets kicked and you know like hey happy retirement here's your watch get the fuck out of here Dude didn't even get a watch. <laughs> he announced his own leaving. And then it was like this bull. It was like half a it was like half roast, half goodbyes. People calling in, semi saying goodbye, semi roasting his ass. <laughs> and it was just, it was like ter- it was like honestly, it was cringe. Yeah. That's the one word I, I would describe it as cringe. It was like this dude who has done all this for the uh, sports radio community, done all that for that radio station, and it was kind of poetic justice how he was how he sent out the door for somebody with as big as an ego as Mike Mizzanelli had. Uh, much he thought about himself, how much he thought he he was the landscape, he was the mold for him to go out like that. That's actually poetic justice to me. And I hope that in any future endeavors, it shows to him that you're only as high as long as people can tolerate your ass. And yep. they think once they feel like they have no absolute use for you, or they feel like you're not bringing in what you used to bring in, which the ratings have been losing to WIP the past couple years, guess what? You're going to be just like anybody else. All those athletes he said should be traded, all those athletes that he said should get out of town, everybody that he talked cold shit about, you're now that person. And now everybody's tap dancing on your resignation. And it doesn't feel good, does it, Mike? And you know what? Rhetorical question, Mike. I don't give a shit how it feels. I'm happy. I'm happy. I knew this was going to be a spicy show. (laughs) Spicy ain't the word. You you the hottest habanero, ghost chili spicy. Ghost chili spicy. Because let me tell you something. When I first, when I first uh, leaked those DMs of me and Mike Missinelli going back and forth, Mm y'all saw the type of shit that he says to people. Sometimes in, uh, in public or in private. I still don't think people understand the magnitude of those DMs that he sent to me. The shit that he said in those DMs. How he almost made it seem like I should kiss his ass because he quote unquote did a lot for the black community. Like I don't think people understand 
like some of the rhetoric that he would say and some of the pandering and the bullshit backhanded ass stuff that he would do and say and people just people just took it as oh this is great this is great a guy that's standing up for this standing up for that no he took the low hanging fruit and people emotional they fell for it guess who didn't fall for it it's your boy p diddy i didn't fall for that shit i didn't i didn't think twice about it i went back and forth with him and then once i laid my resume out on him he hit the block that's how i knew that's how you know when you're dealing with certain type of people when they talk to you he doesn't actually care right and you know what i can't even say that he doesn't care but he has a weird way of caring and and to me it just leads to a pandering type of type Mm -hmm. of care it's very performatism to me especially when you first get your opportunity to talk or when you get an opportunity to talk to somebody like myself when you say i should be grateful right that's like me telling my kids they should be thankful that I'm taking care of them. No, I'm supposed to take care of them. They're my kids. You're supposed to be a decent human being. Like, mm-hmm. nobody's supposed to thank you for, quote, unquote, not being racist or not being um or not being a, a piece of shit. Like, you should not be thanked for that. Am, am I off base here, Danny? Not at all. And I do think it's, I consider it performative activism and it's more so, yes, he's putting on this persona. But if you're genuine in your actions, you don't do it for a thank you and you don't need to rub it in your face. And then on top of it, besides sitting on the radio and spewing that he's not a racist, what have you actually done for the community to deserve a thank you? What have you actually done? Like, what actions have you taken besides just not being, like you said, a piece of shit? You don't deserve a thank you for not being a piece of shit. You might get a thank you if you've actually taken part and taken action and done something for the community or taken, you know, advantage of a learning opportunity. How can I get more involved? How can I? And he chose to not do any of that. So. And, and, and let me, you know what? So people don't think that people don't think that I'm crazy or I'm being, um, let, let, let me, let me just tell you some of the things that, uh, that was said to me in, in DM so people can understand that I'm not making it up. I'm not being um I'm not being a blowhard or anything like that. Let me let me let me tell you some of the things that he, he said to me. He, he, this started out he said dude what is your problem? Why so angry? What do you get out of abusing people on Twitter? Have things gone bad for you somewhere along the way? Find some peace. And then I said, you know, if you must know, life is fantastic. It couldn't be better. My resume is pretty damn good. I don't appreciate being lied on and disrespected. And it's your coworkers that are immature. If they can't handle criticism, maybe you should switch careers. And then that's when he went, what do I have to do with you? I have no idea who you even have. I, I don't even have an idea even who you are. I have no idea whatever the fuck your brand is. You're just a guy who's like a thousand other jagoff fanboys who inflate their worth through bullshit social media accounts instead of actually paying dues in the profession. People like you are a dime a dozen. I have no idea who you are, nor do I care, but I did see you took vicious shots at me for no apparent reason. Out of what? Jealousy? Does that make you feel like a big man? 
Meanwhile, I know you have personally attacked my coworkers. He didn't he just say he didn't know who I was. Yep. So how do so how do you go from that that I take towards? So let me finish. He said, and then what? Because they blocked you. What are you supposed to? What are they supposed to do? take your shit? You must have a really small dick. He said that. He said that. I didn't know he went that far. See what I'm saying? See, but but this is what I'm this is what I'm telling people. This is what I don't think people understand or grasp what he what he's actually all about. What Mike Mizzanelli really is about. That's why his quote unquote going away party wasn't as wasn't filled with so much fanfare. So let me finish that, and then I said that whole paragraph summed up who you are as a man or subhuman and what you represent as a poppist, fake pandering jerk who days are numbered in the industry. You are like the dog you sleep with every night. You are surrounded by yes men and people that kiss your ass. I'm not one of them. And then that's when he went into the whole, read your tweet again. Uh, you're a jealous douchebag. You, If you did your research, you would know that I had nothing to do with the fake caller and all that shit. And I have done nothing but been an advocate for civil rights. You sound like a low, lonely, miserable man. I'm done. Hope you find some peace somewhere. And then he blocked me. You should quote that. Oh, he blocked you. I was going to say. Yeah. When you told him his days were numbered in the industry, you should send that back to him. I didn't put a date on it, but I knew it was coming. Yeah. Like, call me Negro Domus. I knew it was coming. I got the time <laughs> stone. I could have went forward. I could have went backwards. And for those who don't know, the reason why this is such a glorious moment for me is because it all started with me going at his uh his coworker Tyrone Johnson about sports. I said something about sports, and then Tyrone first took it personal when somebody sent the tweet that I said about him. He said, "Oh, oh, that dude, that dude is just upset because his mom wanted to have sex with me," and I said, "No, this is what Tyrone said to me." So. Then I went back at him, and then everybody started jumping in on him, and then he blocked me. So this is where it all began. This is where it all started. And then all I did was talk sports. He couldn't handle the criticism about my sports take, and then he got in his feelings, and then I got at him, and I finished it, and he didn't like it, and he blocked me. And this, is, this, is, this has been a long time coming, and I'm so happy. I'm I, I'm just you 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 can tell a lot how people care about you by your way out the door, mm-hmm. and, and, and the way they just sent my man with no watch, no flowers, <laughs> no nothing, gone, <laughs> gone, Danny. There we go. There we go. go. Danny. Oh, I wasn't ready. Well, that's too bad, yo. I wasn't. I wasn't ready. That's too bad. You here now. The homie JD is in the house. What up, yo? Yo. Did y'all see? I got a little son since I've been in Carolina. Yeah, I see that, man. You look like you you, you moved down to Carolina and grew you a corn beard and. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Look, I haven't seen my stash in person, so I'm gonna just looking at it. Oh man, that lineup gonna be crispy. It's gonna be crispy. <laughs> it's gonna be crispy. 
So why are you going off on this man, bro? Why am I going off on this man? Because he deserves it. You know why he deserves it? Because he's a pompous asshole who thought that his shit didn't stick and he's realizing that just like the dinosaurs, they they all extinct. He had an issue with new media, podcasting, everything else. He tried to shit on people who tried to uh, make 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 a better living for themselves or tried to do something a different way. And he costed me a couple opportunities. So guess what? Bing, bang, boom, baby. Karma is a redheaded bitch with earrings. <laughs> in the time stone. What is wrong with this? Dude? Karma. Hold on, hold on. Karma <laughs> is a bearded black man with the time stone. And Dude. I ain't going back. I ain't changing nothing about what happened in the past. We gonna go forward. You know what? <laughs> Dr. Strange, black man, baby. Dr. Black Strange. Some black strange? Black strange. <laughs> that means something that you don't think it means. Like That means something completely different. It don't matter. I control the time stone. I control time. Bro, that's... Okay, you know, hold on. Let me pause you for a minute. All right, Danny, how are you? First off, great. Okay, so I know a little bit of the story, the Tyrone drama that happened way back when. I never had issues with Tyrone. However, comma, I don't think Tyrone knows anything about sports. I think he's there for shock value. A lot of the ninety-seven-five guys are there for shock value. Well, and here's my question. Speaking of Tyrone. Considering he knows nothing about sports, when you call him out, if he is there for shock value, when you call him out, he blocks you. He is now the follow-up act for Mikey Miss. So who's actually going to listen to him? We're all blocked. Everyone's blocked. No one actually wants to listen to him. You might be the only person I know that's not blocked by him. I'm, I'm blocked. not blocked by him because I already – Because okay, so for those of you guys who don't know, I was an intern at 975 for a little while. So I actually knew him. He tried to give me the, I'm, I'm a brother. I'm going to look out for you. When the time came, he did not look out for me. So here we are. So, you know what I'm saying? So me personally, he don't have a reason to block me because I know where the bodies are buried. <laughs> so He didn't look out for another brother? I am shocked. I am appalled. I am flabbergasted. I am like, I'm just trying to figure out why didn't he look out for another brother? Oh, yeah, because he's also a piece of garbage. He only cares about himself. He only looks out for himself. He's insecure of his spot, not only at the radio station, but in the world. This is the same guy that tried to get tried to get a black woman fired. A Eagles employee fired because he, him, and his caring of a wife didn't read the handbag policy. Brown tooth is a menace. I told and you, I'm going to shout it from the mountaintops. And I'm, and if it's too fast in the future, I'm going to use the time stone and I'm going to rewind it back and say it again. Dude is no good for the culture of the community. This hat is not just a slogan. Make the hood great again. You can't make it great again with people like Tyrone, with the Tyrones of the world running around. We were and not. Now, guess name. what? He's number two. Mike left, and he's still number two to a white 
Listen. <laughs> I'm not going down that rabbit hole with you. But I will say this. I did ask to join. You know, so I was I was hearing you on your rant. I've been I've been very what's the word? For the last couple of years, I've been very zen. Ever since I, you know, started this on my own, I've been very zen, you know, with you guys. And so I figured that why not have one more time to 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 to, to throw some stuff out there. I'm not I'm not I don't live in Philly anymore. So I'm out of the the realm of whatever. So the other day I saw um some people that will remain nameless because I don't want to give them any type of clout. Um, went after one of our homeboys a couple months ago. Big T Will. You know, try to make some comments about Big T Will, block T Will, you know, for having a difference of opinion. And so for that group, for that group of people who I'm talking about, for me, you can't block everybody who don't agree with you. You can't block everybody who's not on the same wavelength with you about certain things, especially sports. There's so many sports teams. There's so many rhetorics. There's so many storylines. So to think that somebody would go against you because of a college game. We're talking about grown men who play a kid's game. Like this is a children's game. And people get mad to the point of blows, talking about your family, going after your people they can find that are associated with you on social media, blocking people. All this men or telling women they don't know about sports because they're women. Like that's that's weird to me. And, you know, once you really start looking into these these guys' social media, you can tell why they act the way they do about, especially when it's women. When it's women and they the, the girl look flame them about, like, some stats or something. Like, I hated the Mina Com situation. I know you don't feel the same way, Prince. But the Mina Com situation, it just – it really does something to me because I always try to promote females on our network. I try to, like, let people know that they are a driving force in this industry because they do. A lot of these men that you see on TV are – they have female writers. They have female – people who do research for them. They come in a lot of days to information on a piece of paper that these people have looked up. I was an intern. I know I used to get there at 430 in the morning to look up information. And there was a girl that worked there. I hope she's still there. Her name was Janiah, a brilliant sports mind. She'll never get her shot in there. She just won't. And I hope she does because she's looking up all the information that Brown tooth and all those dudes are getting at first, the first thing in the morning. They're they're coming into. They didn't watch the game. They can't break down games like that. When he does have a good thought, it's probably hers. So, you know what I'm saying? So for me personally, I have an issue with the rhetoric these guys push. I have an issue with the the way that, you know, Mikey Messi left and nobody cared because Mikey Messi isn't doing the work. Somebody else is doing that work and they're giving him a pamphlet with information already in it. They're the one queuing up all of his all of his sound bites and all that stuff. He's not doing any of that. He's showing up and he's just talking and he's reading off of something. So the Dannys of the world, people who really do know sports, the princes of the world will never really get a shot because of this rhetoric that they have. And they don't want us small people to get a chance because let's say we go on one of their shows and we, and we smoke them. There's two things that can happen. Either a, they decide to give us a deal or B they never let you come back on. <laughs> because you smoked them. So you got some guys who remain small. And I'm not going to be small for nobody. Y'all know that. I'm not going to make myself small to fit in anybody's box. And I don't think any of my people that I rock with do. I think all of us have big personalities. And I think we you can't be loud and wrong. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't be loud and wrong. So if you're going to be loud, you better damn sure be right. So that's my take on it. Prince, I you know, I think the world of you, I think the world of Danny, 
I understand it, but today is a great day because we're watching the change of an old guard and nobody gave a shit. Like nobody cared. So that's what we are with it. It will be, we all know it. I I and I and I feel the same way. And you know what? In a weird twisted way, because the, the dude that's reportedly supposed to take over for them, uh Hunter Bros, um, he quote unquote supposed to have built itself up on multiple platforms. He was a YouTuber, podcast, all that stuff, and he's done some producing and stuff. People in the industry rave about the way his lips feel on their ass, whatever the case may be. But See, I don't think he's that type of guy, though, Prince. I don't. Okay, I think that's why I'm just telling you what what I've heard. What okay. I've heard. I'm just telling you what I've heard. Your your, your recon. My recon, but I can only tell you that I've seen his his uh stuff is mid to me. Um, he represents that new type of fan that's overreactional, uh, super animated for no damn reason, just just animated to be animated. That old Jim Carrey mass type fan, and and all the videos are they a frozen face, a stupid face, like like I don't get that, but. Obviously, it worked enough that he's about to get the two to six slot with a uh, uh, professional number two. He will always be number two. Tyrone, you will always be number two. You will Scotty. never be number one. Scotty. You will never be number one. Scotty. Scotty what? Oh, yeah. I, no, not even Scotty. Scotty was good. Scotty no, 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 no. was an all-time player. After now, now listening to Scotty talk, Scotty deserved oh, well, to be number two. That's, another, that's a whole nother story. That boy is salty for no reason. That boy he will always be number two. I he do got a question though. Are you ahead. ready? Go ahead. This is for you and Danny. I need I need an answer from both of y'all. If you had your choice to listen to anybody in Philly, you had to listen to him for the rest of your life. You wouldn't you wouldn't get a you get no other choice. Philly radio personalities. Who are you picking to listen to for the rest of your for the rest of your life? Philly wise, because. Philly sports wise. For the rest of my life, go ahead, Danny. You only get one person. You only get one voice. The cuz. You picking Gargano? Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. I, I, yeah, no, my ears would bleed. Um, you don't like no damn body, friends. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Jamie. I'm gonna go with Jamie Lynch. Really. I didn't see yeah. it going that way for you. Because he's more, if I was on the radio, he will represent my personality the most. I will be super homerish, but I will give people the biz to smoke when they need it. But I'm all about being positive about your fans. I like how he attacks the quote unquote people who like to say, Oh, you're just being a fanboy. I like how he brings back he brings the enthusiasm to being happy about your team, not thinking, oh, what what could go wrong will go wrong. I like that type of mentality because that's closest to me. So it would it would be Jamie Lynch that I would listen to uh if I had to pick one. I it would be Jamie Lynch. I want this guy to get a I want this guy to get back on radio so bad. I know he won't because his platform is amazing now. And I want to shout him out because he doesn't get the respect that he needs. But Mark Farzetta, like I could listen to Farzy any day of the week, bro, and twice on Sunday. Like, Farzy shoots it straight. He's a straight shooter. He's built his own 
they've shit on him and then he's built his own thing again. So I re- I really would love if I had to listen to one Philly dude talk about Philly sports and other stuff, I think I'm taking Mark Farzetta without question. Like it's not even close. And that's not a that's not a bad pick at all. No, yeah, it's not even close though. Like it's like I'm not like I like I like Gargano. I, I rock with Gargano. I'll listen to him. But yeah. if I gotta but Gargano hasn't ever got shit on. Like I, I kind of I'll go for the underdog. Like I want the guy who's been kind of kicked in the teeth and then built it, built and it, build it back up. Yeah, if you build it, they will come. You know what I'm saying? Like he, what he's building, people will will come. They will listen to him. They're, so. already, they're already there. I listen damn near every morning that I. Cause I wake up at six, so I'm always, I'm always, I always have them on and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's a good pick, man. But um, I would just say this, and then what me and Danny gonna have have our fun. Far as the future, like that, that combination of Hunter Broads and Tyrone. No. <laughs> First of all, let me show you something. Before Crossing Broad or anybody put that news out, I don't know if you saw it, Danny, but I put out a tweet because I was like, Hunter Bros. I was like, I was like, let me see who that is. Yeah, I didn't even know who it was either. I didn't because then I looked it up. I tweeted two hours ago at uh 6 20 p.m. I said, guess we know who's taking over. For Mike Missinelli at 97.5, he wasted no time to block me. But he didn't block me from his brand account. I'm blocked. Hunter Bros has blocked me. Already? I never never tweeted at him. I mentioned his name, but I never tweeted at him. Look. (laughs) No. But the Jizz, but the Jizz sock didn't block me from his brand account. He want, we want those followers, bro. He don't want we don't want to lose out. Amateur, but see, that's what I'm talking about. How you going to two to six and you got half the fan base blocked? Yeah. So, question, question for you guys: How many followers do you have on Twitter? Me. Uh, Twitter check. I just want to see. I'm, I'm doing research. I'm doing market research right now. 8,085. Okay, how about you, Prince? 6,100. How many of that dude just have? Uh, Rosie? Mm-hmm. Um, on his brand account, he has 5,000 followers. Hmm, that's wild. That's amazing. What about his other one? I can't see it. Remember, I'm blocked. blocked. Oh, yeah. So, funny story is, a lot of these dudes that they say build themselves up, they have nowhere near the subscribers that we have. They have nowhere near the followers that if dark combined followers, we have over 32,000 plus followers. Like, easy. But this is not what they want. Like, this is not, they don't want the real. They want somebody that can tell who to do, how to do, who to do, you know, all this. Like, they don't want you talking about certain people. They tell you to stay away from them. So it's just, it's kind of weird. So now to hear you guys talk about the following and how like they're not gonna have people listening to them, that's what they want anyway. That's good for podcasters when they got jokers like that on the radio. And there's this only does nothing but promote us because as you think about it, people want to talk about the real. So you'll be having more opportunities to do these shows daily because people are gonna need their daily dose of like non BS rhetoric all day. 
So they're trash. We know what's up. Like, we know what's good. Like, people making faces like this all the whole time just so they can get a good little thumbnail is what's up. And like like Philip is saying, they want a puppet. They want somebody they can control. And, like, think about it. You guys do a lot of fun segments that they don't have on the radio anymore. They, they've run out of ideas, so they're just recycling old shit. If you listen to it, it's recycled stuff. It's like the prank calls are old now. People don't even call in anymore. Like it's it's the same dude. It's somebody they pay to call in. It's it's a, when I learned on 97.5, it's the guys that call in a lot of times are the same guys because they don't let everybody through. No, they don't. you know, I was screening these calls. Like if it's a certain guy that's gonna flame them, don't he doesn't make it to the the air. So a lot of this stuff is getting brought to the light, and I'm glad you guys are talking about this because it's a major deal. That Mike Missinelli didn't get a huge, he didn't get the pageantry that they gave for Zoom Off. Like, look at what they did for Zoom Off. Zoom yeah. Off got pageantry. People love Zoom Off. They didn't get his dude no flowers. They didn't give him a watch. And people that was calling in, it was like a semi-roast. It was like, it was cringe. <laughs> it was super cringe. It was super cringe. Yo. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if his last show, they seriously didn't edit that bad boy. They're not gonna release that to podcast. That was ugly. Ugly. I want to. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go come through and get some sound bites for our next show. All yeah. right. There's so another then, update though. There's apparently it might be a three-person show, and there's a lot of noise about Ricky Bow being involved. That was from Kevin Kincaid. Three people that nobody likes or wants to hear from. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear from Ricky Batalico. They should literally go get they should go get Zuboff out of retirement and bring him back. That's the only way they got a shot. Or they could go in-house and get Devon, but they ain't gonna do that. I guess that's just too much color. But oh, yeah. anyway. Well, you only got too much color in the old boy's mouth. He's not got that brown tooth. And I think he went and got that fixed because of me. But anyway, Danny, that's enough of that BS. Let, let's have some fun. Let's get on with the real time. With Danny Cheese show, let's talk about. <laughs> let's talk about. You say you just for those who don't know, uh, those who live on the rock. News flash, breaking news. Danny loves the beach, so shocking, shocking <laughs> that she loves somewhere where all eyes will be on her. <laughs> and, and you know what? She's not even the, the best looking one in the in the couple. It's Joe. <laughs> it's, it's, it's her three musketeer. Uh, six pack of a man. That that's who that's who who probably wants to borrow her um her oil sheen the most. But anyway, um, oil sheen, we, we, not oil sheen. You know, like the body oil, body lotion. Oh, body that's that, so they don't turn into a pink little. Because you know they be well. Danny's okay, so she's Sicilian, so she got a little bit of melanin to block out the rays. But Joe, I don't know. Is is where's Joe from? He's also Sicilian. He's born and raised in South Philly. Oh, so y'all both good then. Combine yeah. y'all could use y'all melanin powers and, and for good and, and for good for the good of the universe. <laughs> but, but Danny, when I hit you, when I saw that you was at the beach, um, you immediately you was like, "There's some beach etiquette things that I just wanna I wanna get out the way that I wanna talk about." So the floor is yours, Danny. Um. What are some of the things that have grinded your gears at the beach? Number one, I feel like the ultimate sin of going to the beach is like, don't 
feed the seagulls. Because if I get shit on because you're sharing your chips, I have a problem with the seagull and then I have a problem with you. Like, don't do it. Nobody else besides you thinks it's cute. Nobody else in the mile vicinity thinks it's fun. I'm not trying to duck and cover while I'm trying to just soak up the sun. Don't feed them. Don't do it. If you're going to do it, go somewhere where there's no one around you. Well, then you suffer the consequences. That pisses me off. Number two, the beach is a pretty big place. I think we'd all agree. Correct. COVID or not, if you're within six feet of me, I hate you. <laughs> There's no need for you to be that close to me or anybody. There's a huge beach. Take it. Go somewhere. Spread out. You can feel them breathing on your neck, and you're like, hey, it's kind of hot out here today, right? Oh, you're like, come on, man. Like, get back. Get back a little bit. All right? Thank you. Stop breathing in my ear. You sound like a pervert. I'm but, there um, if I can hear every bit of your conversation without having to try to eavesdrop, there's a problem, and you are entirely too close to me. Yeah, and the seagulls will steal our food. And then I'm pissed. Philip is a point. Um, I never have issue with the birds. What once? Oh, you want to know mine? And this go this because I'm a sneakerhead. <laughs> when people wear sneakers on the sand, yeah, bruh, Party foul. I get your drip. I get it. I get your drip. You should not be wearing Jordan 1s, Jordan 13s, Jordan 8s on the beach. Get you that's when you post to dig in your bag, get you a nice pair of Nike slides. It, it just have it coordinate with your shorts, you know what I mean, with your shirt or whatever you're doing. Drip that way. Dude, we don't need to know you got some 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 exclusive Jordans on the sand. Like number one, have you have you seen people who walk on the sand with sneakers? Yeah. It's like uh it's like wearing socks with those thong sandals. It just doesn't look good. Yeah. <laughs> like your little your little toaster, like a ninja turtle and shit. You're like shit's like this. Listen, so do you guys believe in people wearing um <laughs> like the actual sunblock under the eye under the eyes like this? Not unless you playing for the NFL. Like, why do you have sunblock under your eyes? Agreed. I thought I was the only one. Do you God, I'm glad I met you guys. Oh. <laughs> I dog people for that, dog. Like, I'm not going to lie. Morphin time. It's like, what, what are you doing? Get that shit off your feet. I can't even do my fingers. Like, it's like the one, th- the one toe. And it's like the rest of them are out. Looks like your that's how your foot is. <laughs> you see people with slides where it's like their their foot is forward and it's gripping. Stop. The it's, Stop. Like, it's like an eagle talon. It's like talons in the sand. And I'm like, first of all, either those flip flops are extremely too little, or you or you're not fully primate yet. Like, why are your feet? <laughs> you still got that claw. No. <laughs> Their feet is like a fucking es- uh what's the excavator? The de- <laughs> you like digging up the sand and shit, dropping it down. <laughs> Yo, so, 
So what else you got? Anyone else is on your list? Okay. So first of all, the, the beach is welcome to all people, including children. But if your kid is throwing sand and water, keep them away from me. Keep them away from like most people. Put them in an area where they're not bothering people. And also, if you're going to shake your sandy towel off, have some common courtesy. Go to the back where there's nobody and then shake it off. Because if I get whipped with sand, I also hate you. Right. I feel like these are just like common decency things and nobody abides by it anymore. I Listen, to me, now this is me. I just think the beach is overrated. Me too. It's a black Maybe thing. It was better when I was a kid because you could spend time in the water and the sand. But as an adult, you take your pics, you put your feet in the water, you look around, and about 20 minutes, you're ready to go. See, I women, like the beach now. Women are different because y'all in a cute bathing suit. Y'all want to sit on the towel, act like you don't want nobody to look at you, but you're extra glossy, looking like a turkey. So, <laughs> so, but men, we're clothed unless we got a decent body. Unless you're like me, I don't give a shit. All my double D's be out at the beach. I don't give a shit. <laughs> listen. Listen. These D cups be out. I be like, oh, Prince, we can't take, we can't go beach trips now. We supposed to have family beach trips. We can't go now. You gonna have them things out? Listen, I'll take my shirt off, and I, I almost feel like I be having long hair. I take my shirt off, and I be like, in slow motion, and I, and I look at somebody, I be like, what? Prince is his own form of Baywatch. He's like that slow motion running. Slow mo. <laughs> It's like, why is his stomach and his chest moving? Like, what the hell is going on? Like, listen, I'm all for that. I'm all for that. So, when I'm not a beach person because, first of all, I cannot swim. And I know it's weird for people to hear that. I was in the Navy and I cannot swim. So, I'm going to throw that out. I do not swim. I'm not a swimmer. I don't like the water. Someone wants to talk to me, apparently. But um, I'm not a swimmer. So, I was never big on the swimming. I will say this, though. If I'm at the beach and people are being too PDA-ish at the beach, like, I don't want to see you grip your old lady's cheeks up while you're, like, holding her up. Like, like you're, like, picking her up and slamming her. And I know that's the love, new love stage. I get that. Like, us old married couples don't want to see that, all right? Like, hold keep on, your hold PDA on, ass to the side. Like, anything in life, it needs context. Are they good cheeks or are they bad cheeks? <laughs> I don't want to. Okay, so for like for example, the last time we went to the beach, you could tell this new couple had just been dating, and they were still like they were chasing each other in the water. He was trying to dunk her. She was trying to run from him, playing like she didn't want to get dunked. Was like be like, oh no, don't hit me, Ryan. And then Ryan was chasing her. She's like, I want to get you, girl. And then he grabbed her up. He like held her up by the cheeks, like grabbed her, like had her butt cheeks, but it really wasn't trying to dump her, but just wanted to hold her butt in public. So he just held her up for a couple minutes. Then they started kissing. Then I like fell in the water. It was just like she didn't answer the question. Are they decent cheeks? <laughs> I'm a I'm a cheek connoisseur, so I like they gotta be really nice cheeks for me. Like the I really like I cheeks. Say that because sometimes if your woman has a good set of cheeks, <laughs> sometimes like sometimes seriously, sometimes I'm just out. I'm at the grocery store and my wife is grocery shopping, and I, I don't know for some reason my hand just on her cheek. Stop. Like, 
And she's like, stop. Like, oh, crap. I wasn't even thinking. Like, it's like a magnet. Good cheeks is a magnet. You be like, she be like, are you listening to me? I be like, I am. To get your hands off my cheeks. So, so I can't really, I can't really ride with you on that one. Danny, where are you at on this? First of all, this show just went off the rails. <laughs> you can't just grab up somebody's cheeks, bro. Where are you at on this, Danny? On the PDA thing? The cheek grabs. The cheek grabs. I mean, I don't mind. I like it when Joe does it. Freaking Joe, man. It's a, it's a difference between a grab a cheek, you know, let your girl know, baby, you got it going on. Like, everybody, I got you. And it's a difference between that and hmm. That's what I'm talking about, Prince. That's okay. what I'm talking about. If you're talking about doing too much, I got you. But yeah. if you wanna, if you wanna thank God for the cheeks that your woman is blessed with, and just a or damn girl, it's families out here, bro. <laughs> See, even Art, she agrees with me. <laughs> Are you not realizing that, like, you can't, this kid's at the beach, you can't just be grabbing somebody's cheeks yeah. up, bro. <laughs> and Listen, it's bro. So How do you, you got here? Cheek. Like, I like my old lady's cheeks, too. I, like, I want to do things to them, but, like, in public. I can't just grab her. Like, first of all, I listen like I'm kidnapping her, because I'm, like, a foot taller than her. And so, like, I can't just be grabbing her up with the cheeks. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Danny, you are the resident woman. You are the first lady. <laughs> When a man sometimes just lets you know, like, not necessarily you mind, but let you know, like, you got it. Doesn't that feel good to a woman? Yeah. Yeah. Not at New Jersey Beach. I can promise you that. Not at Wildwood. <laughs> Getting your cheeks grilled up at Wildwood is not sexy. In the Bahamas, okay, cool. In the Caribbean, okay, cool. Maybe Mexico, Cancun, okay, cool. My wife is sometimes, and I'd be like, Ugh. You can't even do this shit at Myrtle Beach. Like, keep, keep that shit away. It's families out here, B. She be watching TV, like, turning, turning the channel, standing up. I'd be like, Ugh. You're going to get us fucking canceled. Sometimes you... <laughs> Way too late for that. <laughs> sometimes you just got to go. But, and that goes into our, our, our last... Uh, Topic, which is love language. That's my love language. She grabs. <laughs> she grabs is your fucking love language. She grabs kisses out of nowhere. Um, physical touch. Like that's my love language. Like physical touch is your love language. Physical, <clears throat> because I'm terrible at um like. Not saying it, but like, oh, like, you know, blah, 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 blah. But I'll let you know, like, you know, because and all the time when we watch a lot of movies, what's the first thing the woman always said? You don't even touch me anymore. You don't. What's the last Ooh, time you watch. held me? What's the last time you, <clears throat> you hugged me in public, held my hand? They never That's said not it. a black dude thing, Prince. That's not <laughs> a black people thing. That's not a black man thing. Every black dude I know is like overly aggressive with his woman, like. Girl, let me tell you something. I'll tear them cheeks up in this kitchen. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Every black dude know. My dad still, like, hugs his wife and stuff. Like, they be trying to dance. Like, come here, girl. Let me show you something. <laughs> That's just how it is, man. Like, Danny, like, what, what, what is some love language that you appreciate? 
reassurance and quality time type of person. Yeah. But yeah. I'm like me, I'm a gift giver. That's how I show because I'm not so oh, good. You sound like my wife. Like her family would much rather give gifts than say I love you. Yeah. Like she would rather go out and buy me a, a, a Dodge Ram. Just say happy. Just say I love you. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Joe, Joe walked in. The birthday boy is here. And happy I birthday, my boy. Uh, <laughs> cheat grabs. Ask Joe is his love language cheat grabs because I think that's a new love language. Is your love language cheat grabs? Yeah, add it to the list. He said a lot to the list. <laughs> not a bad love language to have. I'm not gonna lie. Like. <laughs> It, it, and it's like for me, like if if like a woman, like when I was growing up, like I've always been in the butts. I'm not like a new butt lover. Like I'm, I've always been a, a cheat guy. So like if you didn't have cheeks, I wasn't for you. Like if you was like flat back there, I couldn't go with it. Like I've always been a butt guy. I was a top guy. I was top. no. Yes. You were a what guy? I was top. Um. No. That's yeah. Never, that's never happened in America. Like it's never a thing. When I told my mom. That I met my future wife when I told her about my current wife. When I told her, my I met this person like she is great, mm -hmm. like I love her. You know, it's the first thing my wife, my wife. You know, it's the first thing my mom asked me. What? She said, "Well, Faree's my middle." She said, "Faree, how big is the girl tits?" <laughs> That's what my mom said because she knows her son. She knows her baby boy. <laughs> you was on the tit too long. That's what happened. That's what happened. I was a formula baby. I was I was carnation milk and formula. Because you was you was like you was you was like you had uh you had FOMO. That's why you love boobs. You had FOMO. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Where did this show go? <laughs> this is the rails. This is the show. <laughs> Way off. Way <laughs> <clears throat> Man, I don't know, Danny. I don't know. But your love language is gifts. Which well, that's how I show. <laughs> that's how I show it. So instead of saying, Joe, like I love your three musketeer loving ass, you would much rather buy him a box of three musketeers. I did. <laughs> that's real love though. That is real love. He's whispering in the back. She did, <laughs> bro. You got her forever now. She got her to buy something. If you get her to eat one, you definitely got her. Oh, That's never happening. I'm letting yeah, you know right now. Yeah, no. <laughs> so okay. Since we, I, I mean, I love how I'm in here now because now I'm, I'm invested. Yeah. I so love, love languages, right? So you two got love languages, right? Y'all both know your love language. Could you be with somebody if they did not? If they did not like appreciate your love language and try to love you the way you want to be loved, no, no. Hmm. I feel yeah. like you should. That's something that should be <coughs> already worked out before you get into a deep relationship. I don't think it is, though, Prince. Sometimes, I really don't. Sometimes people start off doing things and then they're not consistent, but. I've never seen somebody, well, no, I can't say never. People do get with people and they're red flags all over the place. And then they think that they're going to change them and then they never change. Aha. Uh -huh. 
it, you're very jaded. Sometimes those red flags look real green in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the the reason I'm asking you guys is because, you know, I've been married before. Like, this ain't my first rodeo. So, it's my second. Yeah. I got it right the second time. It's okay. Like, I get it. You know, we, both did. we can't all be. Does that count? No. No. Damn it. You didn't. You didn't. But it's close enough, though. I will give you that. Um, when it comes to like look like talking to you guys about it, it's like when it comes to the love languages and like picking a person and ignoring red flags. I feel like it happens so much that like we now think that that person is just necessarily toxic. We automatically is now assume that everything is a toxicity level. And I think what you guys talking about these love languages is really perfect because we watch like guys like Will Smith be around toxic people and you know, he fell in love with a toxic person who's still in love with like a man who's no longer here with us. I also feel like that it's so important to kind of talk about love languages too, because sometimes you're just not a match. And I feel like the word toxic is so overused. Like love my friends to death. Sure. You guys see on Twitter, I'm constantly bragging about how thankful I am for my friends. But the second someone doesn't match up with their love language, it's he was so toxic. No, you guys just didn't match up. And we, I'm pointing to the floor because Joe's is on the floor with my dog. I actually had that conversation very early about what our love languages are. and We just happen to match up. But it doesn't make someone toxic if they don't reciprocate your love language. There's a reason there's five of them. Not everyone's the same. They're not all meant to mesh. Yeah. Listen, and it's called dating and courting. We don't date and court anymore. We, all, we jump right into something. And they were like, <clears throat> I didn't see these red flags. Well, you didn't give it time. It's been 24 hours. <laughs> like, I feel like everybody's living like like the lesbians right now. Like, you know, lesbian relationship is meet, date, move in. Like, that's like the, like, that's like the normal consistency. So, I'm like, now that I'm, like, as I'm getting older and I'm watching, like, my younger friends date, I'm kind of like, I cringe because I'm like, I don't want to be out there. No, it's wrong. I say it all the time. Thank God for my wife. Because if I had to date now in 2022, my OnlyFans subscriptions would be high. (laughs) high. Because it's it's just not, it's just not worth it, man. You invest all your time, money, gas. You gotta add gas now into somebody. And then it don't work out, and you left stuck on E <clears throat> and eat and take out. I'm good, bro. I'm good. Did you say stuck on E like your gas tank? Yeah. B, that's not a it's not a gas crisis yet. Yes, listen. When you got a job, pick her up, take her, take her to dinner, take her back to her crib, not get any, go back to your house. Um, that takes gas, my man. I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not about to be doing that. Okay. You know what? I'm done with you. I got to ask Danny a question. All right, Danny. Since we're talking about this love language and all this, and you're starting to date as a woman, like now we need your woman. We need your, we need your good head on your shoulders. What are red flags for you as a woman? Because we know what red flags for us are like no job, being shitty, you know, like all that stuff. But for a, for a woman, like, what is it that you can be like, you know, I can work with that? And what are, like, non-negotiables? Oh, God. Mm. 
Get the list ready. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Joe is literally staring at me right now, waiting for this list of non-negotiables. I got you, Joe. Thank you. <laughs> um, I guess a lot of red flags, like especially when we're first dating, like something I appreciated about him is like there was less time on the phone. And more time, like, actually getting to know me. And he just threw his phone down. You can go on your phone. <laughs> um, there was more time getting to know me. Like, it felt like we were very much more in the moment. Um, a lot of red flags is, like, if we actually do have a conversation about love languages or, like, I say something and you don't pay attention to it. Huge red flag to me. Like, we've been on this podcast talking about mental health before. And he checks in on my anxiety regularly. Um, I do like, I don't know if it's necessarily a red flag. I just, I don't know. I do like people that listen to you and actually reciprocate the same energy. Can't be a cigarette smoker. Yeah, I don't, that's, just, that stench is no good. I do agree with that. I don't know. And I just feel like if you're shady and you have to, I don't know. I feel like if you're a man child, not like you where you kick balls and I was going to say, hold on, hold on. <laughs> the man posts a video every day him trying to kick a medicine ball into a rack. That's the definition of man child. Okay, no, but I mean, like, if In you're theory, that's pretty impressive, though. play the game, that's what I mean. Like, if you're still trying to play the game and you're like, <laughs> 30 something years old, still trying to like pull multiple women in this and that, and yada yada. Like, that's just not for me. If I have to compete, I'm not doing it. Don't, I don't need to do it. Not competing. I like that. Let's be honest. You got to pick between me and someone else, pick them because I'll find someone that doesn't have to pick. Let's be honest, Danny. How, when you're in a position to where, when you're like you and Joe, like if either one of you was to say, or when you first day you was like, ah, oh, you know, I'm gonna play the field. Like you can't kind of get better than each than both of you are. Like if you was to find somebody like it's Joe, then like Keanu Reeves or somebody. Like so, if there's no like, there's no like after that. You know, you understand what I'm saying? So that's how that's how I felt with my wife. Like when I got my wife, it was like. <clears throat> Unless Jill Scott knocking on that door, there's nobody else out there. There's no, there's nobody that makes me feel the way that my wife makes me feel. And sometimes, like I used to get mad at her when she would be like, you know, you, like when she'll be like, you know, like if you leave me or something like that, you know, um, you know, you won't you won't do anything like that because you know how I react. No, it's not that it's not that I won't cheat on you because I'm scared how you'll react. I will never cheat on you because there's nobody like you. Even your clone isn't like you. Like I just I know how good I have it. And I know for a fact a hundred times out of a hundred times that person that you quote unquote want to build a new life with <clears throat> It's always worse than the person you had the life with. It's, it's, it's just, it, and, and that's just, that's always my mindset. So 
when I, I I get mad when women be like, um, he know I'll he know I'm crazy. That's why he won't cheat. No, maybe he just loves the hell out of you, and he knows there's no other person there's no other person like you. It has nothing to do with your cut the shoestrings and his sneakers. Or, or melt his almond joys, or melt his three musketeers. It has nothing to do with that. It's just the fact that you're the only person that you can go to Target and be a goofball with. I'm the only person that can that can can slap the cheeks at the refrigerator when she just want to get something to drink. It, it, you know, it, we're past the cheek slapping, bro. I'm sorry, man. But... Listen, bro. I'm gonna call Ty right now and let Ty know she under she is in the, she is under strict. Rules that if you go and try to slap her cheeks tonight, she can call the law on you, bro. Like you've been, it's pre, it's premeditated <laughs> at this point. Premeditated cheek slaps. I love that woman, man. Dude, like, what is wrong with you? She makes me happy. Every night we try to be, we try to set these rules. We're not gonna get canceled. And every night you do something to get us canceled. It makes me happy. You have three kids, Prince. Stop it. She makes me happy. You're nasty. <laughs> you're a nasty man. Like, I mean, like, you're like one of the old dudes at a nursing home that sneak around trying to, like, get some from the chicks in the wheelchair. Like, I want to go against the ones that can really walk. You always want to get the slow ones, like the ones that are, like, like on a walker that can't get away from you. Oh, man. That's you. That's Prince, man. He out here. He's a predator. Kyle, <laughs> watch it out. He's behind the closet. Respectfully. Respectful, you respectful predator. Okay, yeah. where's Prince Hansen when you need him? You know what I'm saying? Can't no, whoa, hey, be easy. I'm in here. No, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the predator from the movie, not, not that, not the uh, not the four locos and uh, ice cream sandwiches predator at three in the morning. I'm, I'm in here. How did they fall for the, You know what? I'm not even going to get into that. I'm not we'll even save gonna... that for next episode. <laughs> yeah, so much. All I'm going to say is the episodes are loaded up on YouTube. Please watch them. When you think about some of the idiotic <laughs> and they're like, hey, listen, in the text message, he's like, bring, he's like, bring a pack of nine letters, some, uh, some brass dolls, and a... Is these your text messages? No, that wasn't me. Okay, so you're not Give it to the uh, Minecraft 2001. That's not you? No, that's not me, sir. Okay, so you didn't say, I want to blank, blank, your blank, blank, if your parents are at home so we can blank. And walk in with all the stuff I asked you to bring. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like random shit. It's like bring a pipe cleaner, some baby oil, and a turtle. Like, <laughs> it'd be so specific. <laughs> That this could it had to be you, Camp. Is you, Champ? <laughs> hey, Cody, I'm in here. Man, let, let's end this before we get canceled. But <laughs> that's all the show we have today, man. This has been. <laughs> Danny, tell them where they can find you, please. <laughs> You can find me on <laughs> Twitter, uh, Instagram, and Facebook. In Twitter. <laughs> we got in. I'm at Real Chris Blue on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. 
Crispy on Facebook. And please, uh, like we said, if you like the show, please like, share, and subscribe. Please make sure you listen out for the download whenever the download um, is available. Please make sure you um, you continue to support us because um, we love being out here for you. We love uh, making a fool of ourselves and, and having real conversation with you. Um, I mean, there's nothing. That, please check on check on your buddies, check on your family, <clears throat> make sure everybody's okay. Um, a text message takes nothing. Phone call takes uh, takes nothing. Um, I want to send out my support and my prayers to anybody who has lost somebody. Um, shout out to Memorial Day for the veterans that are no longer here that fought hard for us to do what we do best, for us to sit on this computer and act like fun fools. It's because of them. Um, that's all I really have. Continue cheek slaps. I'm team cheek slaps all day. Dr. Black Strange. And it's not that does not mean what you think that means. Like I Agamotto turned on by itself. That must mean I have to go back in time to change something. So what what you think Black Strange means does not mean that. That's gonna be the next show. If you if you want Dr. Black Strange to go back in time to change one thing. Send that to me in a DM, an email, or on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Let me know, and I will go back in time and I will change it for you. So let's let's see, let's get it. Prince, you need you can't call yourself Doctor Black Strange. <laughs> He's doing <it> slow mo. <laughs> oh, you, you know we're ending this. This is over. This is over.